Hey everyone, welcome to Darkcast Interviews. I'm Jonathan Miley. DCI is a long-form interview podcast where we talk to game creators about who they are and what they do behind the scenes, as well as, obviously, their recent or upcoming video games. This episode is a little bit different. Recently, I was able to go out to California and get some hands-on time with the upcoming Star Wars game, Jedi Fallen Order. While I was there, I was able to sit down with two of the developers, Jason DeHarris, one of the combat designers on the game, and Blair Brown, one of the producers on the game. The following interview is uh, about 10-15 minutes long of me talking with the developers. It's a little sporadic, the sound quality's not so great, uh, but there's some good content in here, so I hope you enjoy it. If you're watching on YouTube, then there is some gameplay footage going behind, so you, I tried to correlate what we talked to to kind of what's on screen. But uh, yeah, if you want to find out more information about the game, head on over to darkstation.com. There I've got a full written-up preview of the game, and uh, we've also got a new episode of the Darkcast as well for you to check out, where I talk with Alan, who's another big Star Wars fan. So lots of Star Wars stuff all over the place. For more information, check out the description below on YouTube or the links in the show notes on darkstation.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at darkstation underscore com. Find us on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube and email us at podcast at darkstation.com. As always, thank you so much for listening. Now on with the show. So we're here playing uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, weird question: Is is there a colon between Star Wars and Jedi, or between Jedi and Fallen Order? There's actually a colon between each letter of Jedi, and then into Fallen Order, there's one after. No, I actually don't know if there's there's a colon it's after, after Jedi. Jedi. It's after Jedi. Yeah. It's after Jedi. Okay, so is this a new subseries of Star Wars then? Star Wars Jedi. Well, we have other Star Wars Jedi things. We, <laughs> we don't. I mean, we're working on. We don't know the answer. We're trying to work on this one. It's never been a question ever because they even never come up in no, conversation. So, so yeah. well, I just got to start somewhere. You know, yeah. Cool. <laughs> anyway, um, so sitting here, who do I have with me talking? I'm Jason Harris, the lead combat designer, and uh, Blair Brown, producer. Fantastic. So. Um, Kind of jokingly, but you know, Star Wars Jedi Outcast, very beloved game, recently re-released. Uh, did you guys just want to do something brand new, or was there ever any thoughts of maybe kind of revisiting stuff that you know was in the expanded universe or anything like that? Stig always wanted to do something brand new, okay. tell a unique story with yeah. Cal. Uh, sure, it's evolved, but that was always the, the, the vision. Okay. Desire to do something, something. Yeah, new. authentic so, story within the universe. Okay, its own footprint. Very cool. And we we play everything. We're gamers and devs, and uh, yeah. we get influenced by everything. But there was nothing specific that we were like, "Hey, we want this mechanic from this game mm. to bring it in." It's just our you know collection of everything 
everybody on the team's played Funnel Through Sticks Vision. So. Okay. Very cool. Um, when the game was first, uh, kind of the big gameplay at E3, there was a lot of combat, but then as the months have gone on, there's been a lot more kind of um, explanation and demonstration of what else is in the game besides combat? It's got kind of a Metroidvania, zelda e Dark Souls-y, you can use really any adverb of any game um, to describe kind of the the way it progresses. What was kind of the inspiration on and wanting to do a, a progression system like that as far as exploring the world? We always knew we wanted Cal's lightsaber and force abilities to kind of work in combat and the environment to kind of give the player mastery. Not just in combat and fighting guys, but also platforming and puzzles and exploring and that type of thing. So that was always kind of the, the genesis of that. And then just throwing curveballs at players works really well through reach reversal. So having you go back to a planet to undercover a secret, now that you have a new power, um, it's really fun then for you to land on this place with this new power and then maybe we throw something different at you because you think you're walking into an expected encounter or environment and we hit you with something else. It's, it's a fun way to, um, to to trick the player, tease the player. Encourage the player to reach first, so you want to keep it engaging every time you go back to the planet with a new power, find a poncho or find other certain... Yeah, certain and with surprises. Cal having a, having a ship, it... You know, makes a lot of sense for the type of game we're making in Star Wars for you to go back to Zepho or, you know, multiple times because that's what you do if you were in the Star Wars universe. Like, you keep going back to Tantooine because you love a bar there or whatever, right? So it makes sense to to incorporate that kind of thing into the game is, we're making. Is there a bar somewhere on Zepho that we can revisit <laughs> multiple times? No, there's no bar. <laughs> so, um... That's also kind of a big difference uh, from the games that you guys have made before. Titanfall, Titanfall 2. We did not uh, work on Titanfall. You did not work on those. Okay. So two what? completely different teams. Okay. We were built from the ground up with this type of game in mind. Okay, very and cool. Titanfall team, they're, they're a separate resource. They're even a separate building on the campus. So. Awesome. So what is kind of your guys' background in, in, in video games? What are some of the, the titles that you've worked on before? I've worked on God of War 3 and God of War Ascension. So Melee. Melee based games, um, adventure, okay. big character driven stuff. Okay. Bioware, so Dragon Age, Mass Effect. Okay, very cool. I'm a story guy. Awesome. Um, so, in kind of, I guess, bringing, so obviously there's melee combat and, and God of War, uh, there's a little bit of exploration and kind mm -hmm. of revisiting areas, not, not yeah. too much. Um, but kind of doing this style of game, were there any particular challenges or different? It seemed harder than normal. Like, what what was it like, kind of building this world that way? Well, for me, for combat is like, how do you make a lightsaber feel authentic in combat? Because right. you know, if you swing it against a stormtrooper, they got to die in one hit for the most part, right? right. So you start there, stormtrooper with a blaster rifle. You reflect it, his bolt back where you swing, you kill him. Then there's the duels, like a lightsaber fight. Mm -hmm. You know that's going to be like that's going to take work to land a hit. So since we know these kind of like extremes, then we can start building a whole enemy cast. So like in the middle is the perch trooper. I don't know if you fought against the perch trooper with a baton or like uh, other weapon, but they're kind of like the mid mid challenge. They could counter you. They could parry you. They have a block meter, so you have to hit them multiple times to actually get a hit in. 
So that they're like these mini challenges, and then we build the rest of the enemy cast, like creatures, to kind of give you this different, different challenge. I think dovetailing that into to the level design, because the encounters are custom built for the areas to feel really good. Um, the challenge has been like paying that off for the player. So I don't know if you've reached it yet or not, but there's uh, one encounter with a rocket trooper early on where it's like a little yes. painful, yes. a little frustrating. Um, yes, first time I died. But then so later we give you some powers that make that easier. So when you, you have that aha moment of like, oh, I, I know how to deal with rocket troopers now. And then it's like, okay, well, what can we throw at the player? Now that they have push, what's another curveball where it's like, oh, this is a little, oh, but then you overcome it. Um, okay. So the same thing in the combat as well as the level design. You go around a corner and it may open a door to, oh, okay, this was a shortcut that gets me back over this way, or it might be a whole new area, and creating that sense of wonder for players. So it's been a challenge, but it, it's just a lot of iteration, a lot of playing, a lot of fine-tuning. Fantastic. Yeah. Um... As far as kind of going back to some of those areas, will enemies progress? Will you still be fighting like you know a regular stormtrooper where there was a regular stormtrooper if you go back later on in the game? So there's different. No, we will surprise and delay you. So you now like maybe later in the game you're feeling really powerful. You've upgraded a bunch of stuff. You run into just a group of stormtroopers that were giving you a problem earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you force push them all into a wall. That feels great. Then we throw some things at you that you don't see coming on these plants you've been to. So yeah, you'll see some see some stuff. Because yeah. it's the balance Surprise, of you want to feel powerful because you right. progress, but at the same time we can't make that feel old. So we throw other things at you. That's the thing. The retraversal won't feel old. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Um, as far as kind of going into the story a little bit, uh, this takes place between episode three and episode four. Um, sometimes games that take place in between two like big important events, you have to find a way of like erasing what was done because like whatever you do in this new story that takes place between other things can't like impact, you know. The later story, obviously, because that one's already written. Were there any challenges in kind of um, writing a story in this area that we don't really know anything about, but we do know, you know, all the Jedi died, and then Luke shows up, and they blow up the Death Star. So, like, it, it was a challenge, um, but I think we've come up with a very interesting way to tell this story. Like, th this game, is it's all self-contained, like, this... Um, one experience, um, but threads a lot of things from the larger IP, and like you saw Saw Gerrera at E3, um, and weaving those characters and moments into the game um, is a challenge, and hopefully, yeah, people I think that's the challenge. You got to yeah. work with this greater universe at the same time, make your own story. So that's where the relationship with Lucas helps. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. they can tell us what's happening in this area maybe we can pull something from this or what's happening in this story maybe there's something over here we can use um, and then they help us like focus um, so that all the other stories that are have happened before are happening um, that we don't even know about um, all line up and make sense together so okay it's just been a really collaborative relationship with them to make sure it all fits so yeah. hopefully people when they play this feel like wow this is just another awesome Star Wars story okay very cool now one thing I've noticed um, there was a cool video that we got to see earlier I did see dismemberment mm -hmm. and I've also chopped up these weird little red 
hedgehog dudes. Yep. I don't know what they're called. Um, scaz. Scaz. There you go. <laughs> slice them in uh, half. Those you can slice in half. Yeah. Can we slice stormtroopers in half at any point? Uh, no. There's a certain rating that we had to work okay. with. Uh, it comes with the Disney property. So. Sure. It's a balance, right? Sure. Yeah. So. so we found, you know, things that we could dismember. Okay. Dismember. So people we can't dismember, creatures we can dismember. That's Although you've seen the Inquisitor Nine fight, right? Right. Yeah. So there's moments, but it's, it has to fit within the tastefulness of the. Okay. Uh, it's got to be tasteful. Right. So tasteful dismember. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting. Yeah, <laughs> I think a really good example is the end of Rogue One. Darth Vader's walking down the hall. The heads aren't flying off and stuff, but it still feels scary and powerful and extreme, like the sense of violence. So yeah. I think we, we work within that. It fits really good. So speaking of Darth Vader, and you mentioned Saw Gerrera, just are there any other people from the wider known Star Wars world that we're going to get to see in cameos or anything like that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. I'm not going to tell you. Come on. That won't be a spoiler. Or it will be a spoiler. Yeah, we know we don't want to spoil anything. So, you've seen, you know, as we've talked, like Lucas, you know, helps us find things that work within the timeline where we are and stuff. And so, yeah, there'll be surprises for people and delights. Surprises, delights. Surprises, delights. Let's go with that one. All this surprises and delights. I like it. <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Fallen yeah. Order colon surprises and delights. Nice. Perfect. Well, that may not uh, fit. Headline writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what, what's kind of one of the one of your favorite things having worked on this game besides just the fact that you get to contribute to Star Wars? That's, that's like that's every guy's dream. Yeah, that's the easy yeah, answer. So, sure. um, so you can't use that one. Okay, you go first. Then. <laughs> Designing creatures and enemies from scratch. Yeah, we we have a good number of new planets, so we have to design enemies for that planet from scratch. So and they have to work with the combat system. So. That was a fun process, you know, makes us be creative within this box, and I think it paid off, and there's a good cast to make each planet feel different. Yeah, I just like solving problems, so every game has design problems, technical problems, all that kind of stuff to, to, to work in, and then adding the extra... Um, weight of the IP just made it more exciting for me to like oh okay so within also the Star Wars universe how do we figure these things out some more game to everything there's no like I like this lightsaber because it's great whatever um, but there's just you I can like, like the lightsaber yeah, because no, it's great that's I fine do like, yeah. um, but lots of little iteration you know little working, decisions little sol- problem solving making this every day we do a little better a little better yeah very cool make it feel like a lightsaber I guess um big thing uh, there might have been another Star Wars game that had issues with microtransactions maybe maybe not are there microtransactions in Jedi Fallen no no cool hard stop no microtransactions no loot boxes nothing awesome okay and uh, when is the game coming out and when can people get their hands on it November 15th 2019 this year so a month and a little bit at your favorite retailer at about at one month. One month. October that 15th. That's true. That is true. And one month from today. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, that does it for this interview. Thank you so much for watching. If you want to find out more information about the game, be sure to head over to darkstation.com to find um, a full written preview for the game, as well as our Darkcast episode. Links for all that will be in the description 
below on YouTube or in the show notes on darkstation.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at darkstation underscore com. Check us out on Facebook. Find us on YouTube. Email us at podcast at darkstation.com. And uh, yeah, that does for this episode. Again, thank you for listening. And until next time, have a good one. <laughs>